0: Hello, and welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Elizabeth Dahl, and I am your nutrition, fitness, and health coach here to help you ditch dieting, gain control over food, and achieve your weight loss and wellness goals without restriction. And I'm so excited to jump into this episode, but before we do, I want to let you know about a free training I've created for you. I call it Beat the Binge. This is an on-demand, free workshop to help you stop overeating, gain control over food, and lose the weight without ever going back on a diet again. If you find yourself struggling with going on and off diets, cutting out foods only to then lose control around them when you mess up on your diet, and you live in this constant cycle of yo-yo eating and weight loss and weight regain, this free workshop was created for you specifically. During this workshop, I am sharing my top three secrets to get off the diet and restriction hamster wheel and back to balance with food so that you can lose the weight for good without going on another diet. You're going to learn how to stop sabotaging and overeating on repeat, how to unlock your weight loss potential without having to go back to diets, food tracking, or restriction, And I'm going to teach you the exact steps I've used to help hundreds of clients around the world transform their bodies with a realistic, sustainable plan that leads to long-term results. You can learn more and sign up for this free training at awomanofwellnesscom forward slash training. And this link is also in the show notes. So I hope you go sign up for that. I put a lot of energy and love into it to support you. You're going to walk away with very tangible steps to get started today. So go sign up for that training and let's jump into the episode now. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. I'm looking forward to today's episode, we're talking about how to set a weight loss goal that you won't fail at. I think it's really important to understand how weight loss works and how to set the goal if that's the goal that you have. I recognize this isn't everyone's goal, um, but it is a lot of women's goals and it can be a really good goal if you understand how it works, how to set a goal so that you don't fizzle out, so that you don't get frustrated, so that you don't give up, but that you keep going. And so I want to talk to you today about how we how we do that. How do I teach um, my clients and my students how to set weight loss goals that they won't fail at, that they'll actually su- succeed at. I first want to talk, before we dive into anything, I want to talk about traditional weight loss approaches, right? How do we traditionally do it? Because this is important information to know um, for us to use based on what we're going to be talking about today. So how does it usually work? You usually set a goal, right? Typically a number, maybe a pant size or um, a weight or whatever. You set a timeline. You find a plan to follow, whatever that is and then you just kind of hope it works out right you set all these things up perfectly i'm gonna lose this much weight by this time and i'm gonna follow this plan to do it and it's gonna go great right well the truth is it usually doesn't work out like that for you what usually happens usually life gets in the way right we don't stay on the plan. So then we get frustrated and we overeat or we give up or we don't see the number that we want. And so we didn't meet the goal in the time frame that we have and all of that. And I think it's really important. Um, there is a lot of talk, I guess, around smart goals, S M A R T specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And while there is a place for these goals in certain areas of our lives, it's interesting because I don't think it has a a great place specifically for a weight loss goal. And I'm gonna talk about why. But But if you've heard kind of like, how do I set a goal? You often hear set a SMART goal, be specific about it, set a timeline, right? Have very clear start and stop points and The reality is, is weight loss is a different kind of goal and it doesn't always work like that. So what do we do? How do we set and achieve a goal that won't fizzle out? Well, I'm gonna go against some of the most popular um, goal setting literature, if you would, or suggestions and actually say, set a general timeline instead of a strict timeline. Instead of by this date, I have, you know, this number on the scale, give yourself 90 days to say, what is realistic for me in 90 days, right? Or I, by this year, I'm hopeful that this, this is what I can accomplish. Um, or I want to try to work on this for the next 60 days. So rather than creating a almost set us up for failure statement by saying, I will by this date, we switch it. I want you to mentally shift here from I will by this date to, I'm focusing on this for this long. You see the difference there? Can you see the difference of, there's a hard and fast deadline. I will do this by this date. with this almost expectation that life is going to be perfect, so it'll all work out, right? I'll lose two pounds every single week for the next 12 weeks, and that will be this much weight, right? And I will be this number by this date, without really accounting for things that might come and go. But instead, can we shift our approach to say, okay, I'm going to focus on weight loss for the next... 12 weeks or something doesn't that feel better a little bit different and it feels like you can it feels a little bit easier to enter and it feels less um what's the word set us up for failure so that's the first shift is be more general (laughs) which I know you haven't heard before probably very much, but but really this this really truly works. I've done it on with hundreds of clients, hundreds of women that it works for them where we don't just set these very strict timelines. We say, I'm gonna focus on this for X number of days for six weeks, set some 30, 60, 90 day goals. That's more realistic, okay? Which leads me to our second point here or our second rule, I don't know what I'm calling them, <laughs> principle, um, is to be realistic. Okay. We have to be realistic in the time frame. So we have to think like, okay, do I have 12 weeks to commit to this? Do I have 30 days to commit to this? Do I want this to be my year focus? Right? It could be, it could be like, I am going to focus on my help for this year and it's going to be top priority. So be realistic about time, time, and be realistic about what you're really willing to commit to there's no right or wrong answer here. With traditional approaches, it's, you know, you have to go all in, you have to commit, you have to do all the things. The reality is, is you get to choose what commitment looks like for you, what full commitment looks like for you. And then you have to be okay with the outcome based on the commitment that you're willing to give it, the effort that you're willing to go in. And again, it's not about I'm giving a little bit less effort than I would, or I'm offering this much effort. It's, this is what I feel like I can sustain, right? So for example, we want to create some change in our lives. Maybe We want to change our exercise up a bit. Right now you're doing maybe one or two days a week. Is it realistic or are you willing to commit to six days a week or are you willing to commit to four days per week knowing that results may shift a little bit based on the commitment level and that's okay because you have other things in your life going on too and so we have to ask ourselves what level of commitment do I want to give to this one area of my life weight loss or body change or my goals or or whatever right what am I willing to commit? And again, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just meeting yourself where you are. And so often when we set a weight loss goal, we want to meet ourselves 20 steps ahead of where we are. I want to make all my food meals at home and I barely make a meal at home twice a week. That's a big jump, right? Do we see how that kind of works? So we have to ask ourselves, what is realistic for me to change where I am right now? Also, what's realistic when it comes to weight loss? If you're expecting five pounds per week, like some of these potentially popular diet programs out there, that's that's a lot. I'm, and that I just threw that random number out. But I'm just saying, even two pounds a week is a really heavy restriction. And you will feel r- quite restricted even when in a 2 pound per week scenario. And so we have to understand that we have to be realistic here. People that have lifestyles that weight loss isn't the first priority or maybe they're not, you know, spending all the time focused on that and they have other things in their lives, it's okay to look for a half a pound or a quarter pound a week. Like that is actually very realistic. And actually more likely to be maintained when you give it that kind of effort, when you go that direction, recognizing that it's a part of your life rather than an overhaul of your life, you're more likely to stick to it. And you're more likely to keep those habits that sustain the weight loss that you create. And so you need to understand one thing about weight loss specifically is that your body is going to match your habits and i've said this so many times hopefully you start to understand it Um, your body matches the habits that you have and we have evidence of this all around right if you're a marathon runner your body looks like a marathon runner if you're a weightlifter your body looks like a weightlifter if you're a couch potato your body looks like a couch potato right so your body is going to match those habits and we have to decide what a, What habits am I willing to work on? And what habits do I want for my life? And am I okay knowing that my body's going to match that? And um, one of my favorite nutrition sites, Precision Nutrition, they have this infographic. Um, ooh, what's it called? I don't remember what it's called. I think it's called the cost of getting lean. So you could Google that. And it shows what's required at certain, what habits are required at certain body fat levels. And it's not so much about like, this one's better than that one, but it's recognizing, oh, that's what it would take for my body to look like that or to get to that place. And we have to kind of look, okay, are these habits, habits that I want to follow? Do I want my body there? Just kind of, I'm kind of getting your brain thinking, right? So your body's going to match your habits. When you change your habits, you will likely see some natural weight loss occur, right? You start exercising a little bit more, you start eating a little bit less, or you start eating more nutritionally, or you start um, listening to hunger and fullness cues, right? When some of those habits start changing, it's likely that you're going to see some natural weight loss. So that's kind of nice because we don't always have to be intentional about it. We just change our habits and we start to see some shifts. We also can take an approach to intentional weight loss. And I usually say this is kind of the second step, right? First step is like, let's start focusing on doing the habits that are going to support a long-term weight loss. Then from there, we can enter into an intentional weight loss stage where you are more focused, you spend more of your time, you have more commitment to active weight loss during that time than normal. And when you're done with that phase, you return back to your habits. that you have already created that are sustainable. Well, an intentional weight loss day should be no more than 12 weeks at a time. Your body physiologically and your mental health is not made, made to be in constant weight loss mode. And it's important to understand that that long-term sustainable weight loss comes more in a stepwise progression than a linear progression. And so when we're thinking about weight loss, we need to be realistic. You're not going to be in negative calories for the entire year. But you can come and go from, you know, up to 12 weeks at a time of being in an intentional weight loss um, phase and then maintaining and then entering it again when we are ready. So I really want you to think about um are you setting yourself up for learning and success when you think about setting up a goal around weight loss or for overwhelm and failure and that what have your past approaches looked like And how can we shift that right this approach is oh i'm learning how to create habits that help me sustain weight loss long term or i go back to a diet I overhaul my whole lifestyle. I get overwhelmed with what I have to do, track, measure, weigh, you know, all of these things. And I don't last very long because it's too much. How can you, how can you set a goal? That's going to set yourself up for that learning and success and not to feel overwhelmed and like a failure or, or feeling like it's already going to end in a failure. Okay, number three focus on the process, okay? When we set a weight loss goal, it's okay to have an end number, okay, It's okay to have a number in mind. And we set that number, we hold on to that number. but instead of worrying all about that number, we let it be and we focus on what it takes to get there. Your job in achieving your goals is putting all your energy, on the habits or the process and not the outcome, because the outcome is dependent on the process. The outcome is dependent on the choices you make today. So instead of constantly holding on to that end number, you should be saying, "Okay, I have this end number. What do I need to be doing to help me get there? And these are three habits I teach in our Wellness Academy. And if you don't know what our wellness Academy is, or you're thinking about joining, it's our full women's nutrition, fitness, and weight loss support coaching program, where we take you step-by-step to you, you work on setting up your goals and your vision as a woman of wellness. We get out of the diet cycle, heal our relationship with our, with food and our bodies. We start creating those habits that lead to sustainable weight loss. And I give you every single step to help you lose weight. In the process. And that is a coaching membership program that we have to help you. And so I want to share, um, how I kind of teach this in the wellness Academy. And then we'd love to have you join us so that we can support you through it. Right. It's easy to get the, the, the details, but not have the support when, you know, you have a rough day or you need help with emotional eating, or you're struggling with that, right. That's what the wellness Academy brings. So I have a program in there called weight loss without dieting. And inside that program, I teach three specific habits that can help you lose weight without tracking, without dieting, anything like that. And this is kind of where I have women start. And you have to be in a place of a good relationship with food. You have to have created some sustainable habits in order to enter into this place because otherwise it's just going to feel like it's going to lead you to another diet if we have fear around food still or um, we don't know how to honor our body's hunger and fullness needs and all those things I teach in there. But here's, here's when you're thinking about stepping into weight loss and creating those sustainable habits and then being intentional specifically for weight loss. So what are the habits that will help me actually lose the weight we want to first get into a state up space of being 70 to 80% full at each meal. And I tell my students that this is slight deprivation. You should leave the table feeling slightly hungry. That means that you are eating slightly less than your body is burning and you will be in a weight loss mode. Okay. So not full satisfaction, but slightly less. If you are in a space where you're not eating enough calories and you're um, in diet mode, you've been in starvation mode, this is not helpful, okay? Because you're, we don't want you to drop a ton more calories. But when we have learned to satisfy and meet our body's needs, then we can back off a little bit. So if you are in a space of really, really low calories... This is not the space for you to be dropping more calories. And you can join us in the Wellness Academy and I can help you kind of get those calories recovered, get the metabolism recovered, all of that. But just know that in order to back off, we need to know that we have met our body's needs and we are eating enough calories that we have enough to back off without destroying our metabolism. Just a little side note (laughs) that probably adds some complication to it, but it's it's not complicated unless... You are someone that has lived in restriction for so long that your calories are so low that you just can't, it just doesn't make sense to drop them anymore. Um, So just, just be aware of that. The second thing I teach is to help or to start fine tuning those nutrients. We are looking for ways to drop calories in different areas, but we don't want to drop nutrition, right? We don't want to lose the nutrients that we need for our body to thrive. And so I start telling, you know, I, I kind of share, like, start swapping things out or half that if it's a higher calorie item, right? Look for ways to switch. Maybe instead of, I mean, I know these are simple things, but they are powerful. Like maybe instead of both pieces of bread on the sandwich, you do one piece of bread on the sandwich or, um, you double the vegetables versus the carbs on the plate. Right? So instead of doing two helpings of carbs and one helping of vegetables you do two helpings of vegetables and one helping of carbs. So we're trying to fine tune some of those nutrients to give you still give you the nutrients that you need while also dropping some of the extra calories. Our third step from there and this kind of goes in like difficulty level is limiting the excess, right? being very mindful of extra snacks, extra treats, things that don't necessarily meet your hunger and fullness needs. They're more like emotional eating type things. And when we are not in active weight loss mode, um, it's okay. It's okay for us to be enjoying those things because we can learn to balance it. But when we're specifically in um, weight loss mode, we're looking for ways to not consume as many as we maybe normally would. We want to work on limiting, looking for more opportunities to drop a few more calories. So that we're feeling a slight deprivation. That doesn't mean we're eliminating it. That doesn't mean we're getting rid of foods that we love. We're looking for opportunities to put our body in a slight deprivation mode to support the weight loss. And when you focus on those habits, right? Number three was focusing on the process When you focus on those habits, you'll get the outcome. The outcome of weight loss will happen. And then my fourth one is to adjust as needed, okay? So often with traditional weight loss approaches, I don't know why we do this, but we find ourselves in a place of, if I screw up even a little bit, it's over. Or if I gain a pound or if I don't lose a pound, it's over. But the reality of weight loss is it is not going to look perfect. It is not going to be perfectly linear. Okay. It is. It is going to be a little bit messy and that's to be expected. You're going to have better weeks than others. And that is to be expected. So you should always have an adjustment and an alignment plan for your approach. So what you do is you set up a measurement timeline and system, right? Do I want to measure my weight? Do I want to measure how my clothes feel? And then we just keep track of it. You track your habits that we just talked about, right? Those habits that we're working on, we track the process and we measure the outcomes. So we say, okay, did I eat to slight deprivation today? Did I work on fine-tuning my nutrients? Did I um, limit the excess, right? These are habits that I'm trying to create to support weight loss. And then we measure. I'm going to get on the scale once a week or once every other week, no more than once a week, or I'm going to measure my circumference, my waist circumference once a month. We measure the outcomes and then we say, okay, did my outcome match the habits and how can i adjust my habits to support the outcome that i want why do i teach this way why don't i teach the smart goals why do i teach it in this way where it's like a little bit less specific a little bit less time bound right all of those things well here's the deal Here's what I want you to remember is that it is unrealistic to live a traditional diet lifestyle. Traditional diets put you in pretty extreme deprivation. It's unrealistic to live there. Okay. So we have to think about that is what is realistic for my life and what habits do I want to be part of my life? Do I want to enjoy cake every once in a while or cookies or do I want to feel like I'm not always in diet mode? I hope you do, because that's what brings the enjoyment of food is not being afraid and not feeling like you have to track everything that goes in your mouth. And so I really believe it's unrealistic to live that traditional diet lifestyle. And the best option, the best option that we have is to learn how to support your body's needs, which means you need to start being in tune and listening better. You need to understand what it feels like for your body to be hungry and what it feels like to be full and being able to stop and knowing what it feels like to eat a satisfying meal full of the nutrients that fuels your body, right? Weight loss is about your lifestyle. And if you can't lose weight living your life, then you'll never be able to maintain it. And maybe that's a harsh reality to hear for some but it's about learning to live your life and if you can't live you can, if you can't lose lose weight while still living your life you'll never be able to maintain it let that sink in okay so i hope this episode has really helped you kind of think about how to set up <clears throat> some weight loss goals for yourself differently than you've done it before if you need to go back and listen again great But just think about those four steps and what it looks like to set those up correctly for success and not for overwhelm and failure. And you can ask yourselves, you know, does this fit what I want to do? Or am I willing to commit to this or all of those things? Right. And then all you need to do is you just use it as a template to repeat, right? Use it as a template to repeat for goals down the road. And the things that you're working on. And if you need this support and you say, I I want help with setting these goals, I want help with follow through on these goals, which is probably the biggest struggle, we can do that with you um, together, step-by-step in our Wellness Academy program. You can just go to womanofwellness.com forward slash academy to learn more um, or the links are in the show notes, but hopefully this was helpful to give you a general idea of how to set up those goals, how to take um, action through habits and focus on the process to get the outcomes that you want without setting yourselves up for failure and overwhelm. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll be back next week with another episode. Okay, my friend. If you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.